Welcome to HeartSpace, a show that will give you tools to awaken your intuition and the courage to listen to your heart so that you can create your best life. I'm your host, Sarah Lewis, an intuitive life coach, and my mission is to show you that you already have everything you need, and it's all in your heart space. Hello everyone and welcome back. This is episode 14 and today I am bringing you an amazing guest. I'm so excited for this conversation and to share it with you. Her name is Ruby Lee and she is an online business coach. She helps early stages entrepreneurs start their side hustle and scale it. She is also a LinkedIn queen and has used LinkedIn to promote her brand and build her brand with heart and with purpose and I just love her energy. She is so magnetic, so passionate about what she does and that is just contagious and I'm so sure that you will feel her energy in this conversation. So in today's episode, we talk about how Ruby followed her intuition to start her side hustle and has now turned it into a very successful online business, how she has become a digital nomad, which was a dream of hers, embracing spirituality in business, how hiring a spiritual life coach was one of the best decisions she's made so far and how it changed everything in her business, the shift happening in the world and in business around spirituality these days, the importance of balancing feminine and masculine energies, what happens when you're out of balance and out of alignment and don't listen to your intuition, her key tips to start a heart-centered and purposeful side hustle, and so much more. I just wanted to make a little bit of a disclosure here because I've had a little trouble when recording this episode and technology wasn't quite on our side. Um, The call dropped towards the end, but it actually messed with my recording. So thankfully I had a backup, but the quality of the audio isn't as good as usual. So I'm sorry about that, but I'm so excited to share this conversation anyway, and it's okay if it's not perfect. So without further ado, let's bring Ruby on. Hello, Ruby. Thank you so much for taking the time to have this conversation with me today. I actually have been wanting to have you on the show for quite a while, since the beginning of it, actually, and I'm so honored that you're on today. Oh my gosh, Sarah, thank you for inviting me on. And I just love everything about what your podcast is about. And I'm so excited to have this chat with you. Thank you. Me too. And I love to start off with a fun question that I ask my guests, and that is, what was your morning ritual like this morning? Morning ritual, journaling, always, Mm -hmm. doesn't stop, don't miss a beat there. If I don't do it, I end up having a really weird, unstructured day. Mm -hmm. So always start with that. 
at the moment I'm currently intermittent fasting. So I had nice, a nice black coffee and went to the swimming pool and just did a couple of laps. So that was how I started and kickstarted my morning. Oh, that sounds so good. I love journaling too. And I try to do it every day. Some, some days I miss it and I definitely feel the difference, but it's like meditation for me. So one or the other, I have to do that in the morning. It is. Journaling is like almost having a free therapist. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so good to kind of, you know, clear out all the energy that might not be serving you, but also at the same time, really giving you that power to step into your purpose for the day. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's a whole next level way of really setting up your, your day in a really beautiful and heart centered space. Mm, Yeah. I love that. And well, I've been following you for quite a while and I love everything that you're about and everything that you share. And I just wanted to ask you to maybe just like say a few words about what you're doing and your story for those who don't know you. Okay, perfect. So I'm Ruby Lee. I'm an online business coach and I specialize in helping individuals start their side hustles and scale it. So the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because I side hustled for four and a half years. I started it back in 2015 and let's just say it was a bit of a bumpy ride. I had everything that you can imagine come up during that time, Mm. nearly got fired for starting my first website because my employer at the time was very risk averse and it wasn't really the thing to do in 2015. Mm. So as I discovered a little bit more about how people became entrepreneurs, I was more and more fascinated by it. So I eventually moved to another employer who was very supportive. They were entrepreneurs themselves. And I was able to really grow my side hustle whilst working full time. And I worked as a resume and as a career coach. And then in 2018, I decided it was time to go all in with my business. Mm. We had hit six figures in the side hustle. And I decided that I had to share this light with the world. And I created my business, the Own Your Hustle movement, which now empowers thousands of people all around the world to start their businesses, do it from a really purpose-driven place, and also help them really build scalable and profitable businesses out there. So it's been quite the ride and I have absolutely loved every single moment of it. Mm, wow, I love that. Every time you, every time I hear your podcast or or when you're talking about what you're doing, you have so much energy and it makes you so magnetic. And we can really tell that you followed your gut, your intuition, and you're doing this with purpose and from a heart centered space. And it just, it's just so so beautiful to see and to hear. Thank you so much, Sarah. You know, there was a big part and chunk of my life where I actually couldn't hear my intuition. I'm not sure if any of you listeners have can understand this, but it's like I almost silenced it for so long because I was always second guessing myself or, you know, sometimes I would seek other people's uh, responses instead of my own in order to validate what I already knew was true. 
And there was a period of time there where I had to find myself again. I had to recenter. I had to, you know, come back to really understanding and trusting what my voice was. And, you know, towards the end of being in employed life, it was louder than ever. And it came in the form of random people saying, oh, do you have your own business? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm, you know, I've, I'm still working full time or I would pick up books like books would fall off the bookshelf. You know, when I mm. walked past it in the, um, in just in the regular bookshop and uh, like books would fall down, like the four hour work week fell off and I was like, what the heck, you know, or it just really stood out to me. Um, things would show up on my feeds, my social media feeds about entrepreneurs. None of that is a coincidence, right? Mm. And it's funny when intuition shows up in a very physical form that you start to notice it and you start to actually piece together what the universe is trying to tell you in like the loudest way possible. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And I think that so many people can relate. So many listeners can relate to um, what you said about silencing your intuition and not really knowing when to recognize how it feels like, how it looks like and what it is and, and who you are and all that. I can definitely relate. And and it's so interesting when the universe is actually trying to give you the signs and it's like, yes, <laughs> yes. you have, you have maybe that intuitive feeling about something, but then you actually maybe need some signs, especially in the beginning to kind of like be sure you're on the right path. Right. It's so true. And that you're sitting there going, show me a sign, show me a sign. Universe has actually just thrown, literally thrown a book at you. And you're still like, hmm, show me a sign. It's like, oh my gosh, what else do I need to do right now? <laughs> like how many signs do I have to throw at you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I know that um, spirituality is important to you, right? Mm, it's such a big part of just who I am. Am. It's my being and that this is actually a perfect lead in because part of not sharing the spiritual side to who I am mm-hmm. was a really big blocker to receiving so much abundance in what I do now. Like for the first part of starting my business, I was almost scared to show that spiritual side because I was afraid people would say, oh, it's not professional or being a business owner and being spiritual have to be mutually exclusive and they, they can't coexist with each other. I just had all of these really, I guess, negative thoughts and limiting beliefs around that. And it could have been because I, I had so many years in corporate that no one ever talked about spirituality, right? Like in, Mm. you know, the big banks I worked for, it was just so non-existent and I just found it really hard to bring that feel into my business until I recognized that whole intuition thing where, geez, like, I feel like I'm sort of hearing it, but I'm not fully into it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until in October last year, October 2018, I hired a coach to help me unlock the spiritual side to me and help me bring that up more in my business. So I, it was an intentional thing that I wanted to do. And since then, everything's changed. Like the journaling aspect, meditation. I love my crystals. I'm fully into astrology. I love my astrology. And I'm not like someone who just reads what goes on in like, I don't know, Vogue or Cosmopolitan. Like I love studying the signs. Mm-hmm. 
and I love, you know, full moon rituals and new moon rituals. Like I am that girl. <laughs> I'm fully that person. And I love the fact that I'm now able to bring that into helping people use spirituality in starting their businesses as well. Wow. Oh, I love that because I can really relate as well. I feel like so many things you say I can relate to, but um, I think that it's depending on how you grow up or where you study or go to work or who you're surrounded by. And sometimes you can't, you feel like you're not fully, you can't be fully seen or understood for who you are and whether it's spirituality or something else, but in this case, spirituality, um, it's kind of the same for me. I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't always talk about it. And still sometimes I, I have a little bit of resistance, but I think that once you own it, it really just like, it becomes so much more magnetic and people just really start resonating with what you're saying more and everything changes, right? Everything changes. And, you know, the other aspect that really helps me back and the resistance part of it, I felt that majorly, it wasn't actually even people in the corporate world that bothered me so much. The people that bothered me the most when it came to resistance was actually my family. Mm -hmm. I was really worried about, you know, what they would think about me coming out and talking about like crystals and, you know, full moon rituals because they're very religious, but not as in the spirituality that I'm speaking about now, because yeah. they would almost think, oh, well, that's really new age. And is it kind of like witchy, <laughs> you know, like all these things. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, that's not what I mean by that at all. But it's more of a connection to soul and a connection to, you know, what mother nature gives to us and drawing from the energies that are always around us. And, you know, I've had some seriously um, big discussions with my family members about it. And it wasn't until I just decided I'm not showing up for them. I'm showing up for a whole different tribe and people that love hearing about it. And that's when I started to find freedom in what I would be able to share online. Um, yes. Yeah, so I'm not sure if you relate to that as well, Sarah. Yes, definitely. And um, I think that I, you're so right. You're not showing up for them. I mean, obviously, it's always a little bit hard when you're not really fully understood by your family or close friends or things like that. But, but at the end of the day, you're not doing that for them. You're doing it for, for the other people and also for yourself. Mm. And, and I do feel, I don't know how you, if you feel the same, but I do feel like things are changing a lot. And obviously there's still some spaces where this is very new or, or not existent at all, but it's being talked about more and more and people are starting businesses linked to spirituality and incorporating spirituality in business. Yes. And it's so beautiful to see. Yeah, exactly. So you know how I was saying I'm just like obsessed with astrology. So just bear with me mm -hmm. a second. Yeah. There is this whole new 12-year cycle that happened at the start of 2019. And this whole new cycle is about unleashing spirituality to the world, which is what we're observing now. Exactly what you said. There are way more spiritual businesses that are thriving this year and not just like starting but as soon as they start they just blow up online right but also seeing in corporate land you know more meditation coming into mm -hmm. practice more conscious business ideals and this is in 
some of the oldest like institutions, like you will know, Sarah, like you qualified as a lawyer, like even, you know, legal firms are looking at how do you bring more consciousness into, you know, the overall practice. Like I am loving this and there is something and energy right now on our planet that is about searching and seeking for more meaning and searching and seeking for more purpose in this world. And, oh, it's just such an exciting time to be in. I agree. And I love what you said. I think that there is definitely something shifting. And I think that the more conscious or aware of whatever you want to say you are, the more you can feel it and the Mm -hmm. more you will, um, like really start seeing that around you and just in maybe signs or, or some people and, and suddenly you will discover that maybe the, your colleague is actually very into crystals or spirituality or astrology or whatever it is. And, and it is in so many different ways. I agree, whether it's meditation or just more understanding that you cannot work 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 and just like that that's not sustainable and there needs to be more balance and maybe a yes. little more feminine energy brought into business as well yes exactly and you know from my perspective that was what i was truly lacking you know i'm mm-hmm. very masculine by nature like my energy is very masculine so my background is in corporate i love to hustle my star sign is sagittarius which is a very masculine energy i resonate so much with the grind and the hustle that i actually didn't know what was missing until I hired my spiritual coach and she's like, Oh my gosh, girl, like, let's just look at this feminine side to you right now. And that's when I actually started to really study what flow meant, you know, Mm -hmm. hustle and flow, they need to work together because without one or the other, then it's completely imbalanced. Like you'll know some entrepreneurs or just maybe people in your inner circle that are all about flow but they're not sure how to start a business. So they're lacking the hustle. So mm-hmm. I was the other way around. And it wasn't until I really tapped into that and felt comfortable in my own skin to just, you know, spend time in the present, in the now grounding, knowing that whatever I'm doing and embodying this life that I'm meant to lead is actually the work that's when everything started to change. And I was able to receive so much more. Um, and, so much has happened ever since then, you know, things like that. I could not even imagine magnetized towards me opportunities. You know, this week I found out I was in entrepreneur magazine, you know, one of the biggest entrepreneurial uh, publications in the world. But this is the crazy thing, Sarah, I've been journaling on it to be seen and to be interviewed and to be heard by large media outlets I have zero connections in the media world, right? So I knew that I had to find a way or, you know, somehow just ask the universe to just open up doors. Then one of my clients messaged me and she said, Ruby, I was scrolling through my Feedly feed and I saw your picture in there and you're an entrepreneur. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm an entrepreneur? And she's like, read this article, sent me the link. And there I was, this freelance writer had liked my work on LinkedIn And he screenshot my photo and talked about what I did, obviously submitted it to Entrepreneur. The article got published without even me knowing. (laughs) And there it is, like doors fly open. I'm such a big believer in manifestation. Mm -hmm. But when you sit in your feminine power, 
that's what it feels like. Things come to you easily and naturally and with flow because you're not just there grinding, 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 trying to like email every single journalist and freelance writer out there when really the universe has just got your back. Oh, so good. Congratulations on that. And <laughs> Thank you. It, it's really so incredible when you do that because the feminine is so receptive and magnetic and in just being not necessarily in doing obviously we need that balance between the masculine and the feminine and it's still hard for a lot of people to understand and to maybe implement some people might be more in their masculine like it was for you some people may be more in their feminine and my question is how did you or how would you um what would you tell someone who is trying to start a side hustle or a business and is trying to be only, for example, in their masculine and always doing and hustling and all that? How would, and they don't think that it's possible to, to just flow and, and sit back sometimes and relax. What would you give them? Like, which advice would you give them? Yeah, great question. So if you are completely in the masculine and you are loving just working till 2am every night. And hey, that was me. Definitely was me. But, you know, essentially, if I could go back to the past me, the advice I would give that person, if it's you listening in and even like, you know, a reflection of who I was, it would just be like, start with one thing that represents flow. We're not saying go all in and, you know, do a one hour, you know, transcendental meditation. <laughs> Just start with one thing that's going to help you move the needle. And it could be go and sit on the beach and just listen to the waves and do that for 10 minutes. That's it, mm -hmm. right? Or it could be go by yourself a beautiful new journal and invest in a nice pen so it's not just like any pen you pick up <laughs> and create some sacredness in that space of what you're writing into your life. You're, you're writing a script. Journaling is like writing a script to your future self, right? Another thing you can start doing is just like download a mindful meditation app and start with the five-minute setting. Something really simple to mm -hmm. infuse this flow in. One of the things that I began with was going to yoga because I wanted to just like, you know, open up my body and like stretch into it and all of that. And at the end of yoga, obviously, you know, there is just this beautiful like meditation at the end of it. And that's how I started my meditation journey, you know. So whatever it is that you are feeling right now about flow that's like resistant, don't think about it in sort of an all-in perspective. It's just like one tiny little step at a time and then you just find it you find your rhythm that way mm -hmm. yeah I love that start small and something manageable that's not like all or nothing like yes. find little ways to incorporate that in your day in your business and it can really change everything like it has for you right totally changed everything you know the times that I spent 100% in the hustle and I mean like you know grinding all day and all night you know I just wish that I could have found a space even for a short amount of time to just take a breath and relax. And if I had the spiritual practices and the tools that I have now back then, I mean, you'd never want to regret anything, but I think it would have accelerated my journey. 
Mm. Yeah, I do think that everything, like you said, happens like for a reason. So there's no need to regret, but I agree. And Mm. sometimes when we don't embrace that for ourselves and don't allow ourselves to maybe slow down if we're too much in our masculine, then something may happen. We might get sick or um, I've had a few migraines lately and that just forces me to stop. It's not that I choose to, it's that I have to. So it's also a reminder that if I maybe allow myself some days where I might not be as productive or I might not do as much and, you know, um, then I need to find more time to just be and otherwise it may go that way and I may not have any choice but to stay in bed all day, which that's not, I don't think anyone really wants that, especially in a way of being sick or migraine, but yeah. Exactly, exactly. And that has happened to me as well, you know, when I've been out of alignment and working towards something that just felt like I was shoving a square peg in a round hole. I lost my voice once, literally Mm -hmm. could not speak. My throat chakra Mm -hmm. completely closed up and it was awful. And I I know exactly why it happened is because I wasn't speaking my truth. I wasn't saying Mm -hmm. no to certain things. And I was working with a particular brand that was asking me to speak about something a certain way. And I didn't know how to say no to them because they were obviously I was a brand ambassador and they were paying me to say something that I just didn't want to say. My throat closed up, Sarah, and I could not speak. How, how obvious is that where my body physically reacted to that? Um, the other thing that happened was I was working on a project that was just so hard, you know, that it's not like hard as in you're up for a challenge. Everything just went wrong with it. Mm. It just wasn't flowing. And yet I was still trying to push it. And I got a seriously major um, dose of the flu, not just a cold, like flu, fever, headaches. I was shaking in bed, had the migraine, all of it. And, you know, as soon as I decided I'm going to let go of that project, I know I've worked really hard on it, but it's time to just say no. As Mm. soon as I said no, I mean, within the next day, I was instantly better. I, I can't even explain that. It was like a weight had lifted off my entire body and I was instantly well again. Isn't that just incredible? It is. It is. And I think that that's the, the magic there is when you really listen to your body because I feel personally that often my intuition will communicate with me through my body or giving me something like, like you said, losing your voice or feeling something in your throat chakra when you're not speaking your truth or being completely honest or something a little bit more drastic, like getting completely sick when you're doing something that is out of alignment. And that is Mm -hmm. definitely the intuition trying to communicate with you. And it's so obvious when it does that, but you need to listen. Some people won't listen. Yes. Yeah. And I think that, that, that category of some people, I've been there. I put my hand oh, yeah, up. Me too. Really been there. I'm like, yes. And then we're on the other side of it, you know, you kind of look back and you go, okay, all right, I get it. I needed that time to just literally mm-hmm. be horizontal in my bed for 24 hours for me to actually see clearly what my next step is going to be. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think everything is valuable, especially afterwards when it's over. You can understand why it happened and it was exactly. a message. Yeah, but I love that you listen to that and that you incorporate that in, in your business and that it makes the, the difference. Yes, and that's a, a, a lot. I guess it makes up a lot of how I coach now. So, you know, if I am fully just showing and demonstrating and mentoring my, you know, my clients in the hustle and not in the flow, well, they're not necessarily going to reap the full benefits of that in their own business. So by demonstrating, you know, how to actually, yes, business coaching is about the strategy. It's about the practicalities of setting things up, how to start a podcast, how to brand yourself online. But without that notion of spirituality, the rituals you set up for yourself, the beautiful morning like routines and the evening routines and all those sorts of things, they are completely relative to being a successful entrepreneur. Mm. And, you know, time and time again, we read stories of uh, entrepreneurs who have experienced major burnout Mm. or, you know, major moments in their own businesses where they just can't deal with things anymore and they sell things off or they leave it or they have a massive like partnership explosion, whatever it is, you know, you can't help but think or you read their you read their articles after the fact and they fully come out and just say, it's because I did not fully listen to my intuition or I was out of alignment. It always comes back to that, doesn't it? It does. I agree hundred percent. And something I wanted to ask you is that how do you now put that into practice while being a digital nomad? Because you've been traveling for three weeks now all over the world. And um, how do you continue bringing that beautiful masculine and feminine energy into your business to make it work while traveling? I am someone who is very much about like keeping the key rituals in place so things like the journaling I'm like I mentioned earlier I'm currently intermittent fasting and it's not you know to say it's because of you know like necessarily the health benefits but it's also got a lot of spiritual benefits to it as well it keeps your mind really clear really focused I've found that ever since I started intermittent fasting where it's almost just given me so much more clarity in my day like you know and I'm not talking about a really long time I'll Mm -hmm. finish dinner at like eight o'clock or I'll finish eating at 7 p.m or 8 p.m at night and then I won't eat until like noon the next day so it's not like a really long fast but it's enough to actually have me really connected in it makes my meditations so much more focused and intense as well in the mornings I can't even explain you know, how awesome it is. But when I'm traveling, I keep the core parts of my rituals in play. And if it's not in the morning because we're on a flight, then it's okay. Like I forgive myself for that or Mm -hmm. there's flexibility in that and I do it in the evenings. But just so long as in my day somewhere, I incorporate that. What has been really difficult is, you know, things like physical exercise. So not everywhere I'm staying has a gym, for example. And I believe that physical movement has a big link to how you're connecting to your body, which of course is how you're connecting to your mind and spirit and soul. So that's been an area that I am trying to navigate through, whether it's more 
yoga, whether it's more swimming like I did this Mm -hmm. morning, just taking more walks along the beach. Uh, But as a digital nomad, I think that there has to be an element of flexibility Mm. in how you set up those like beautiful rituals and routines from a spirituality perspective. Mm, Definitely. I think that flexibility is so important no matter what, but especially when you're traveling and especially when you're a digital nomad and having to work while traveling, because when you're traveling, so many things can happen and not everything goes like according to your plan all the time. And I think that flexibility is a beautiful feminine trait that maybe is really wonderful to, to embrace, embrace any time, but when you're traveling, especially, it's a good opportunity for that. That is so true, isn't it? Like flexibility is a feminine trait. I never thought about it that way, but yeah, it's, thanks for saying that because it is just, it makes me really smile thinking about it that way. (laughs) I'm glad it resonates. And something else I wanted to actually ask you is for all the people who may be interested in starting a side hustle, but a heart-centered or purposeful side hustle, like you teach all your side hustlers and, and, and like clients to do, what are your, your tips, the first tips? Like if they're stuck in fear or they're not sure where to start, but they have that little niggle, they want to start something, what would you yeah, tell them? Absolutely. So for me, it's almost like I will say to my clients who are in that space, write down all the things that you are so passionate about that you can talk about in, you know, dinners with the girls or with your partner. You just find yourself gravitating towards those topics. Even look at things like what you're researching, what's coming up on your YouTube feed. You know, Mm -hmm. so much of when I started, I was watching other entrepreneurs, even without really recognizing and knowing I was. So, you know, founders of really cool businesses, like I was watching Girlboss and reading Sophia Amoroso's book on how she started her brand. Mm -hmm. And I'm like truly interested in entrepreneurship. So pay attention to that. Secondly, Uh, write down your skills. What are your skills that you've actually picked up right up to, you know, where you are now in your life? And these could be the skills that you learned at college or university, the skills that you have picked up since you were really young that you're just natural at, you know, are you that person that someone comes to you to uh, organize events? Are you that person that, you know, friends pick up the phone and they call you because you are a counselor. You're someone who is trustworthy. Are you that person who fixes things? Like you just miraculously fix things. Like people are like, I've tried and how did you get it done so fast? (laughs) Really, really write down those skills and then merge the two because you'll find that there are interests and your skill sets that fit really nicely over one on top of another. And then the third part is really taking action on that. That's how you take an idea into action. Your action can be things like starting a website, buying a domain name, starting an Instagram page, which is completely free, starting to create videos, learning how to create a podcast, just like Sarah's, you know, whatever it is, do something that's really tangible, taking your idea out of your mind and bringing it into the physical form. Mm -hmm. That's my advice. Mm, Love it. So helpful. Thank you. I'm sure it will inspire many people to take action, inspired action. Yes, Yes, inspired action. Exactly. 
Beautiful. Wow. I, I really, I love everything we talked about so far. Me it's too. Been such an amazing conversation already. And if it's okay with you, uh, before we wrap up, I love to ask a few quick questions to my guests, if that's okay with you. Let's do it. And the first, we you already answered this, but your sun sign is Sagittarius, right? Yes. And that's the same as me. <laughs> what about your moon and rising? My moon is Pisces and my rising is Aquarius. Ooh, okay. So it's a good mix. It's really, really a very different mix. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Well, I'm actually a triple fire, but I don't always really feel that way. I'm um, so sun is Sagittarius, moon is Leo, and rising wow. is also Sagittarius. Wow, Sarah, that is like I've felt that power. That's amazing. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I'm I'm wondering where is all this fire because I am very much like I can be very calm and, and maybe more in my feminine. Sometimes I used to be always in my masculine. So maybe that's where the fire was, but, um, yeah, I'm definitely more calm and I'm kind of surprised that I don't have more water or, or maybe air energy, but I have it in other places in my chart. So, so my second question was, um, what is your favorite quote or mantra? If you have any, my favorite quote is commit to committing. So I think a lot of people think, oh, you know, I'm going to start that business one day or I'm going to, you know, move overseas. I'm going to do something really big with my life. But the thing is that they're not committed to actually committing to the overall uh, outcome. And I just really resonate with that. So commit to committing. It's my fallback quote and I live and breathe it. So when I decide I'm going to do something, like packing up my entire life in Melbourne, Australia and traveling the world, I committed to committing. Oh, I love that. Beautiful quote. Thank you. Um, another question is, what is your favorite beverage? Oh, gin and tonics. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I had this answer. Great. Really? Love it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I am so obsessed. Like if we ever go out for drinks with the girls, there's, there's so many different gins that you can try these days. It's just like so many new blends are coming out and I just love it so much. I love that. And it also shows that even if you're, you can definitely be very into spirituality and still have a drink or two sometimes. I love it. Oh my goodness. Like the other day I was in my, I was coaching one of my groups and we did a meditation to kick off the training then we basically just poured wine and just drank wine for the rest of our coaching call. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah, definitely balance. <laughs> exactly. Um, do you have a favorite book or a book that just comes to mind right now? Uh, the, the major book that changed my life was 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. Mm -hmm. And that's the life I'm living now, which yeah, is can you so believe it? full circle. It's so full circle. And it, it's just the book that changed everything for me. Yeah. I love that book. I haven't finished it completely yet, but I have been reading it and it's really, and it's so, so good. I'll put that in the show notes for anyone who wants to read it as well. Awesome. And the last question, I know it's a little bit tricky sometimes, but what would you be doing for work if you weren't doing what you're doing now? Oh, that is a really tricky question because I know I'm fully living the life I'm meant to. Mm -hmm. So if I wasn't doing this, 
I would probably be a like some sort of TV host. I would be hosting a TV show, like something on MTV, really high energy, something to interviewing stars, pop stars, something like that. Oh, I would see you really well in that role because you have such a beautiful (laughs) energy and it comes through really well in your videos. So I'm sure on TV would be great, but who knows, maybe we'll we'll have a a show someday. Maybe. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine that would be, would you be on it? Please say yes. Oh yes. I would be so honored if you'd have me. (laughs) That would be so fun. Oh, that's so great. I love that answer. And the last thing is how can we support you? Where can we find you and all the good stuff? You know what guys come to Instagram and find me. I'm there a lot. So my handle is underscore Ruby Lee underscore. And yeah, we can connect on there and you'll find out so much more about the tribe and the business just by following my Instagram page. Mm, Love it. And you also have a podcast, which is own your hustle, right? That's right. Own Your Hustle podcast. And, uh, and I have a free Facebook group called own your hustle as well. Okay, well, I'll put all the links in the show notes so that you can all connect with Ruby, who is so amazing. And thank you so much, Ruby, for taking the time today to talk to me and have this really wonderful conversation that I can't wait for the world to hear. Thank you so much, Sarah, for giving me this opportunity and for sharing my heart space. Oh, thank you. So that's it for today's conversation, guys. I really hope that you enjoyed listening to my conversation with Ruby as much as I loved having it. And I hope that you didn't mind the audio that wasn't 100% or as good as usual and that you got so much good information from this episode. If you have any questions or want to connect with me, you can always find me on Instagram at sarahlewisco or on my website, sarahlewis.co. Until next time, take care, guys.